The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Pool Sticks and Playing Cards. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. All right, got this. Uh, hold on a second. Click this here. All right, you guys ready? What was she doing? They're because going upstairs. They already they already ran I'll all the stuff. About, I'm looking at my phone here. So let's well, what's this deal you got? What's this got? <clears throat> what we I doing thought Ma- did Mary and the girls leave? Did they did they head out? Yeah, they're going to the the farmers market to get some uh, some stuff for the barbecue. Later. <coughs> <coughs> oh, coffee, oh, all of a damn. all of a coffee got there, but yeah, it's what it is. I don't even know at this point. You know, I already got the. Uh, I already got she. You know, Mary made me get the. Got oh, the the got it. They called it the the my kid was calling it the kung flu. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I had to go get that Obamacare shot. And all that. Uh, um, I got it running here. Uh, 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 gonna get it started. Um, it's got it going there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going. Hold on a second. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pool Sticks and Playing Cards. I uh, we're all your host uh, here. I got my buddies with me. I got my good friend Len Stauber. Everybody knows Len. Hey, Len. Hey, bud. Thanks. Uh, well, we're we're out here. We're here to talk about some good music today. <laughs> talk about old school real stuff. Rock. I'm Buddy, and uh, this is my bud, uh, Bud here. Yeah, that's uh, right, Bud Johnson. You know, it feels like we don't make time to get together quite as often as we used to, but it feels good to be down here in your basement. Smoking a couple cigars. You guys just, see the wood paneling? I just got that done right there. That was very, very nice. I had, um, you know, Mary's son from the previous marriage. He's married to that woman that had the... Uh, got that old style neon was it called? Like Is that a, new? Like a consignment shot, whatever it is. She runs the thing, got me some stuff in there. We had a guy come in. It looks great. I'm really happy with it. It's really happy with it. It's like you know, three got months. Got all your guitars there. That's it looks. It looks great. I mean, I kind of you know, Mary helped me kind of put them up and stuff here, but uh, yeah, I got it all 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 set up here. Well, I just wonder. Uh, I helped you. I helped you drill that over there. I helped you drill those in over there. You see those, bud? You didn't help Probably. me do that. Maybe I'm thinking yeah, of my the, brother. Maybe I'm thinking of my brother's. I, I did think I'm the, thinking of my know, brother's the, place. I mean, the neighbor Ron or whatever. You know the guy. The guy with oh, the. Oh yeah, uh, Ron's he's great. He's got that. Uh, you know that 350 truck or whatever. Yeah, big one. Yeah, they I remember this. Uh, this Budweiser neon sign from last time, and I remember this Cardinals one, but this one right here that says "Buddy" is that a is that a gift from the kids or? Uh, that, that was uh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, my oldest. Uh, Johnny got me that one. He uh, uh, got the jersey too with my name my name on the back. But he got a oh, size small. Oh, look at that! Small. That's his buddy. So I, yeah, that. it's a size small. So he was gonna take it back. I said I'll just hang it up on the wall. Yeah. You know, nice stuff like that. You know, I hate going to the game. You don't want to ruin it and so. wear it. You get no, some, I no, get, this guy will get some mustard on it at the game. Get a grease stain <laughs> or cough. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, I, I <laughs> you know, a coffee. That's my big thing. I'm always, Cheryl. She'll get me a new shirt, and I got it on for two seconds before I ruin that sucker. Well, I got those white shirts, you know, I get the pack of white shirts and the second you get some mustard or some coffee on it, that's a grass oh, cutting yeah. shirt, you know, yeah. I'll get that for that. But hold on, we've been uh, going I was just on and on and on and on and like uh, a bunch of couple old fogies here. Hold on. So we're talking about, you know, we said we wanted to talk about the 50th anniversary of you know, our favorite band, you know, we're always commenting on, we're part of the big group on Facebook. We comment on all the YouTube videos. Uh, the fi- Today is the 50th anniversary of uh, Dice Rollman and the Guilty Victims best album, Steak Sandwich. So I thought we'd all come here and talk today and we'll put it all on Facebook and whatnot to talk a little bit about the greatest rock album of all time. That sound good to you guys? Oh, of course. I oh, mean, we got yeah. a little time, you know, the, the wives aren't going to be back from the farmer's market for about an hour. I think we can talk about guy stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was excited when they said they were going to do that because I, you know, do that and I figure, well, if you guys are wives are going to be here anyway, I'll have them, you know, <laughs> throw you guys in the back of the pickup and haul you down. 
bring you in my basement, make some use out of you guys. Hey, you know, while we're uh, at it, actually, uh, I know we got this mini keg of Budweiser for the barbecue later, but what do you say we uh, oh, look, tap into great. that a little? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, as long as it's afternoon on a Saturday, that's good for me. It all signals point to go. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I, I got ashtrays around here, too, because if we're going to be talking about old school rock, we got to smoke it up down here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just like my cigars these days. Can't smoke those uh, cigarettes no more. But uh, the doctor tell you, does he do that thing? Oh, yeah. You know, it just uh, got to be a bit much. But, you know, uh, Gerald, my, you know, my second oldest, he bought me these uh, these actual Cubans last year. You know, him and his wife went through, you know, on their honeymoon. And uh, they're great. I mean, you know, don't care what people say about them. I mean, they, they make a hell of a cigar is a reason why it's a famous Cuban, you know? I saw you smoking those. You, it's uh Oh yeah. That's your profile picture on Facebook is you with one of those in your mouth, right? Looking, looking down at the oh, camera. Oh yeah. That was that like, one. that was last year. Me and Cheryl, we were, yeah, we wanted the, uh, those, the, the parade. And uh, so, I, let's talk a little bit about how we got into Dice Rollman and the and, and the guilty victims. Uh, let's make maybe make a stroll down down memory lane. Now we've all known each other a long time, right? Yeah, you, know, you and I played on the high school football up. team together. Oh yeah, I was oh, the second yeah. string quarterback, and you were the third string quarterback. So we mostly just kind of hung out and talked about rock and roll and girls on the bench there and. As long as you were on the football team, the girls seemed to think that was a okay. You know, that was our main goal back then. You, uh, you guys played hell. us. You guys played us. I was on the Mud Men. Oh, you were a yeah. town over. I was, down, I was over you. in Old Ridge. Yep. <laughs> First time I met you was down at the quarry, kind of between you were down in Old Ridge and we were down in New oh, Ridge. Oh yeah. Or and raising uh, hell, you know, it was as that usual. Quarry between there and when it hell. You know, our girls would go down there and your guys would come down. We'd try to get down there as fast as again. And when the girls from Yorktown would be down there, we'd try to get up there as fast as you can. Uh, those guys, I mean, I'll tell you what, but he he would come. He, you guys remember, you're a bit, you're like a great younger, right? But we would, we would try to drown each other. <laughs> well, you had that buddy named Mudbiter, right? I tell you, we drowned Mudbiter three, four times. He drowned me once. But I tell you what. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of malice oh, in that yeah. drowning. You know, my only, my only to... problem with the drowning game was that he put out my cigarettes. You know, <laughs> well, Mudbiter's real name was Hank, and Hank he now owns like what the biggest landscaping business in the you state, probably. Me? Oh, oh yeah, you shitting me? That's you seen Mudbiter? that? Well, it's Hank's. Yeah, I mean Hank's landscaping. It's like around the state. I don't even think he don't work no more himself. You know, but. Right, that's right, his. Right. No, yeah, I retired. What? I'm two years retired now. I got that. I got my half pension from General Motors. It's an old just, codger. I've just, I just been sitting down here. Hell, well, I don't leave the base. I fall asleep in this recliner here most of the time. I mean, you're lucky. Well, there's you. a there's a Cardinals triple header today. They're playing the Royals three times. Oh yeah, and they've you know been playing what? them they've, all week. They've been playing them all week. Yeah, I think this it's day like, seven of the series. They've been doing about triple headers every other day. I don't know when they're going to stop playing them. Ah, just, how many guys do they got? You know, it's I wondering. don't even know. I can't even remember. Hey, listen, I'm not going to complain. I love baseball. I love the game. I'll take as much of it as I can get. It just seems like baseball is just constantly being played, and the, you know, I don't I even couldn't, know who's I was winning the or grass losing yesterday. anymore. Trying to cut the grass yesterday, I was listening to it on my my radio, and uh, well, uh, would you know the son of a bitch just just stopped, and you know, I, I stopped it, and then. I opened it up, you know, and I, I look at the carburetor. I go in there, take it out, looked at it, put it back in, started right up. So uh, that's a carburetor, though, right? Oh yeah, I See, mean, I knew get, it. Yeah, I mean, you said you said a, I mean, like a like what was like a month ago? You said I can hear it going. I was like, oh, we'll see. Yeah, well, it's uh, got that little tick on it. You sure, know, you can hear that little tick. I had one of those yeah. old ones too. It was uh uh uh. uh you know, a lot of them now they'll have these digital engines or whatever. You gotta bring it in yeah. for a diagnostic. I'm not yeah. bringing it. In. I can fix no. it myself. I don't want to have to do, talk to nobody. Yep. You know, in a uniform about any ash, <laughs> any of that shit or whatever. But uh, I was saying we were all at the quarry, 
I remember, uh, you know, we had that uh, 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 that boombox that we had situated, and uh, I had that old Ford F one hundred. You remember that, bud? Oh yeah, the red one. Uh, the cherry, cherry red. red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't stay cherry red for long. Got a little, got a little rust and mud on it, but ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm a normal kind of guy or whatever. But I remember I got that album. Oh yeah, we you used know. to. You used to drive us down to the old Five and Dime. We would check out all the new vinyl records down there. Yeah, five cents, ten cents. You could get a handful of vinyl records, almost as many as you want. Yeah, about as worth them. You know, it, you know, if you would just buy a pile of vinyl, it cost more than the records back then. That's how we used to prioritize. You know, because we really cared about music back then. It really meant a lot to us back then. In the words, yeah, not like it is these days. Yeah, no, with people talking about whatever. Well, now it's just they want to make money. It's all about greed. Right, and you know they want to talk about you know they're you know I don't I don't want to get into it I don't want to get into the thong stuff or whatever about that stuff because to me it's like you know I liked it when my guys sang about like Daisy Dukes you know but like anything below that oh if you man sing Daisy about, Duke oh oh yeah that's a women dress they they looked like women like I'm talking like Farrah Fawcett man yeah, they like would that's talk, something yeah. like, yeah, Farrah Fawcett know, that's the only faucet that could turn me on you know what I'm saying <laughs> uh, pretty, come on uh, that's pretty good no that's yeah I give it up to that guy it's pretty you should post that one on Facebook you know you should do that one well I mean like my that. kids um, follow me on there so and I don't know if I'm gonna say that one but. Oh well, that's fair. Maybe I've been using this barnyard that you told me about—the barnyard. Oh, the barnyard uh, game. Well, it's <laughs> it's more of a social media than a game. Well, I guess. But we, you can well, play well, games well, in it. That's right. There's some. Well, whatever. But I, I mean, it's, it's got uh, the honks and the the moves and yeah. The, I'm honestly of people. I've been on barnyard a little more than Facebook these days. You know, you know, I'm I'm a property lawyer. I'm I'm a little successful, so I don't mind putting a little bit of money into it. You know, like. Usually on, the brains on barnyard, the operation here. Is the brains. You got, a, yeah. you got all these reacts. You know, they say they call them reacts and stuff, where you can oink at people's posts or you can moo at them. But if you want to do the paid ones, you can get sounds of like zebras and whales and ferrets and all kinds of stuff you can unlock on there. It's pretty neat, you know? Well, you're, you're, I like to say, you know, even though you're like a lawyer and you're like the brains of the operation, you know, I like hanging out with you because you, you keep it real. You still got that ponytail, you know, you still you, you wear a lot of, you know, leather vests, a lot of denim vests. You're yeah. just like a normal guy still. I mean, just because I got what? the the family and the job doesn't mean I don't like to get wild still, you know, from time to time. You were a little bit of a guitar player back in your day. Yeah, oh, now, you know, you, when you come back to my place, of course, you know, I actually, I just posted this on Barnyard, this picture, this new, I got a new Gibson Les Paul with the Cardinals logo painted on it. Thing oh, costs about man. four thousand dollars, but this thing is a dream. Oh, I mean, I man. haven't played it yet; it's just on the wall. But this thing plays like a dream. Oh, look at that! Could, That's yeah, I'm cool. Sure you could do some real good riffs. This, uh, I don't think mu- music really got away from riffs. I think you know it used to be like you would hear like banana and like your heart would like light on fire or whatever because you would like remember being like young and crazy, you know. Yeah, these kids today, it seems like they don't even remember being young and crazy, you know? And and we were young. We, we were we were nuts back then. We went to the quarry. I mean, we raced at the quarry. We swam in the quarry. To be honest, we spent a lot of time at the quarry and the, and the five and dime. Well, the five and dime you was know, right at the top of the, the quarry, quarry, so it was so easy to get there. It was really inconvenient location retail wise, but for us, you know, with its proximity to the quarry and you know its abundance of vinyl records. Yeah, we kept that place going. We must have spent fifty cents a day there, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know we're we're here because we want we got a little nostalgic. Want to talk a little bit about the good old days and talk about Dice Rollman and the Guilty Victims. And that album, Steak Sandwich, that we played, huh? And that's when we all became friends too, oh, right? Yeah. When that was, me and Bud were 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 Bud were knew each other from way back when. It took us a little longer to warm up to Len here, you know, because he was from the other side. He was on the enemy team, you know. He was always hitting uh, on our girls. You you, uh-huh. you uh, well, you you dated a. Uh, 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 what was her name? That Ruby girl from our school, remember? 
Ruby Stackhouse was her name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, That's she was how we a got to know you. Hey, oh, looking. she was a hey, looker. You guys are, I knew, you, I knew you were a little bit jealous of me, but when oh, we all yeah. we all met at uh, that the show, the, the concert, we all, you know, we got my brother let me borrow his car. Um, and I think uh, Bud here, he had to, you know, sneak out. His parents says, ain't no way. And, uh, but, you know, sure as shit, we all, we all went to the show and, that kind of all just fell away, all of our grievances and rivalries and whatnot, because we were just appreciating the best music I, I ever I ever heard. Probably know, that's ever been made, to mind. be completely honest. It's uh, quite a coincidence yeah. that when we were teenagers, the best music ever was out there, but it, it, that's how it was, you know? Just kind of yeah, at the exact right time, yep. It didn't hurt, Len, that you brought a little bit of that, you know, that Maui psychedelic leaf reefer that uh, you got. Well, I mean, people <laughs> knew I always had the best grass, so they were always, you know, you know, hit, hitting me up and yeah. being like, "Well, Len, you want you come on out?" And I said, "Well, sure." And yeah, uh, kids, kids these know. days don't know what they're missing with that man. Weed in the seventies—that yeah. was that was the it real was deal. The best that weed was you the, could that get. was. Yep, that was it made you feel weed. good. This, this, you know, these days. There's a reason to call it weed because it stank. It looked bad. <laughs> it's full of seeds. Uh, yeah, it's full of stems. Our weed looked like it had so many sticks in it. It looked like a bird nest. Made you sneeze yeah, like pollen. Full of bugs. You would shake it out and just, you know, branches and bugs and seeds was falling oh, out. Oh, yeah. You grind up those bugs. You grind up those seeds. You smoke it all. I had some spider eggs in some of mine at uh, one point, and I <laughs> and, and I'm not kidding. I swear it made you it made it more made you more high. I mean, well, I, mean I, I think you know, it was just a whole different vibe. I didn't, you know, we didn't indulge too often, but once in a while on a special night, we were going to a big show. We get some of that brown coke, you know. Yeah, and that, well, that was just when Clapton. That was uh, yo, yeah, that's when <laughs> I there was seeds started singing it. about it. We didn't know, and the brown coat, yeah, it had seeds in it. it had pieces it had a little of coca bit of leaves stems. that weren't ground up enough. But back then, that was more natural. It's like how brown sugar is more. It was natural pure, right? Like cocaine was pure. Yeah, was brown. Right. And now these kids, they don't know what they're doing when they do anything like that. You know, they don't know what it's laced with. They don't know this. People and don't their weed makes them crazy. It makes them play about, Grand like, Theft Auto. It makes them go nuts. It Make some meat people. Every room you'd go into it always smelled like cigarettes. The walls were yellow. You know, there was oh, more yeah. color Your to ca- the world. Cars were you yellow. Know, you'd buy a white car, it'd be yellow yeah. by the end of the day. It was it just gave how a care. That's how you knew back. it was yours. It kind of broke it yeah, in. Yeah, the whole you know? world back then was just a little more brown and a little more yellow. I remember the White House being sepia kind of tone or eggshell at the most, but but definitely not white. You know, I remember well, I tell the- you what, I got Cheryl that Kia last year. And I, I won't I'm won't, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I didn't want to admit it, but it's slick. It's a it's a it's a smooth ride. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of I wanted to you know to, to hold on to American muscle, but you know the shifting and all that and stuff. It, it's just too high intensity of a car for hey, me. I don't make so. them yeah. the same though. All the gotta, parts are still made elsewhere, you know. And I, so I, I was gonna say I can't get, blame I you. You know, we don't fit. we don't make anything anymore. I don't blame you for getting the Kia. I don't even think we have five and dimes anymore. These days, it'd probably be a freaking six and dime. It's the prices of everything have gone up so much. Yeah, just on the nickel, you know, the inflation or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, things change. You know, you don't got guys, you know, guys like Eric Clapton, Bruce Springsteen, rest in peace. You uh, know, that yeah. don't come around no more. And yeah, Bob Seger, yeah, oh Seger, yeah, all those guys, those all of guys. them are once in a generation talents. We were lucky to have about ten of them in the same generation, and then you know, since there's only- been none, you know. Not only were we like lucky enough to you know have the hottest girls and to have Peter Frampton, but we we saw Frampton come alive, you know. And a lot of these guys, you know, are they still, don't, they're not coming alive no more. No, well, Brent Springsteen just actually released his thirtieth album. That was actually pretty good. He called. Oh, no, he's that. alive. He is. I, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shoot, I didn't know. No, that. Hold on, I got it over here. I got it on CD. Yeah, yeah. It's called that same shitty town. So he's still <laughs> singing about like shitty towns. Oh. Yeah, so it's I'm like, gonna have to listen. I'm gonna. No, this guy's pretty good. He's like, oh, hey, I'm can I still borrow this? In that same shitty town. Can I borrow this? Yeah, 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 yeah. My cousin, er, you know him. He's from the town over, and he was from Oak Ridge. And he said he was going to burn it. And he said, you can't do that anymore. Well, we used to burn disco. 
We used to burn disco albums. No, like Cardinals burn game. it like you can get a copy of it. He's going to burn free. down the town? Uh, but he said he would download it. I didn't know oh, was, yeah. I remember. Yep. I yeah, remember doing that. But I'll just give it to you because that takes too long. I give it to him. My brother used to, to do like that. And he's, a, you know, he's a, the wizard, you know, with the computers and all that. And I asked, would you burn me a, could you burn me a vinyl? And he's like, well, you know, I can, you know, I'll look into it. But the digital doesn't know. sound as good. It's not as warm. That's kind of my right. problem. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about some of the songs on uh, uh, Steak Sandwich, guys. Because oh yeah, because that I think we kind of have the 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 set aside here, and, and and you know we can talk about Farrah Farrah Fawcett. I mean, and we even got to talk day, just about but... this album right here. I mean, I just bought the 50th anniversary reissue. This thing oh, costs about yeah. 350 bucks. There's eight discs in here. It's got all the sessions, all the outtakes, all the B sides. It's got like two whole live shows on here. It's got a seaside, I heard. Oh yeah, I think I think you're right about you that. Got, I think it's on the inside, or you got to flip it out or something. I'm not sure exactly how it works. Yeah, I thought it was a three sided CD at first, but it looks like it's not. But uh, I don't know. It's some kind of impossible shape or something. I mean, something they don't even make album covers, let alone the music. They don't even make an album cover like this anymore. I mean, did they change? This, they didn't change the album. No, cover this is the classic right here. You got that steak sandwich sitting on that brown table. And then you got four aces in the corner on the table. You got a lit cigarette right there on the ashtray. I mean, Playing this is, dice. Yep, pair uh, of snake uh, eyes. It's an iconic. It's an iconic cover. It was a great. I remember the first time I saw that in the store, and I said, "My God, it sounds just. It looks just like how it sounds." You know. Yeah, and I, was, I mean, thought it was the coolest thing I had ever seen as a kid. I was you know? like, if I had any, you know, musical talent or had any like ambition or creative drive or whatever, that's the exact same kind of shit I would make. You know, like normal guy stuff. Like, what do normal guys like? They like. Aces, they like cigarettes, and they like steak sandwiches, and hell, they might like a little bit of girls, you know. I think too, when just talking about the very beginning of this album, it's you know, it's everything's a hit. It starts off with Big Apple Baby, then oh. Windy City Woman right after that, and then right into Mean Bitch. I mean, yeah. those are just classics. I mean, I've I, they added so much stuff to this new release, and I'm kind of just. I'm kind of just blown away by the track list. You got Ain't No Kind of Man. You got Tobacco School. You got Denim Wrench. I mean, that those are ones that, you know, I have, I heard them live, you know, when we were kids. And um, he's got Thousand Cigarettes from You. You got Boots Full of Motor Oil. Indian I just, Woman. I just got, love how Mean Bitch starts. It's just Mean Bitch. <laughs> dumb Bitch. <laughs> always trying to tell me some shit. <laughs> It's just such a I'm like, yeah, like God, mean bitches are always trying to tell me some and shit. And people kind nice. of people could bring it up now and they're like, Well, I'm like, well, you know, he kind of is telling a story because right after that he he sings All In On You, which is a real romantic one. And it's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, a ballad, yeah. you know, and then yeah. and then he follows it up with motorcycle man. It's like, all right, well, here we yeah, go again. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like me and a bunch of guys like me, and he's singing about tearing up the town and raising hell was what it was all about. Halfway to Omaha on a hell horse from hell. That's a rager. I love that song. Do you guys remember when uh, in 1976 we went to see Dice Roman uh, for the bicentennial? You know, and he did that. He played that live version of Little Lady from the Big Easy, and. You know, his lead guitarist, Jimmy Steez, he must have soloed for seven minutes oh, that day. Oh, Jimmy Steez. The master. The biggest sunglasses I ever saw. At he, the played time, that, you know? he played that semi-hollow licorice black Gibson good boy, and I saw that guitar, and I was like, he might as well be playing a naked woman. That thing looks so good. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I wasn't even looking at the guitar. I looked at Jimmy Steez in that brown leather jacket, and I've been wearing a brown leather jacket ever since then, man. He was the master Jimmy Steez, you know? Oh, yeah. It was like, you know, Dice Rollman was, was the savant, you know? He was the artiste, you know? And Jimmy Steez was just there to riff, you know? He was just there to chase skirts and riff. He was always pointing at girls in the audience, and security would come and scoop them up and take them God knows where, you know? 
Absolutely. Yeah, that, that was, actually that was the was, the peak lineup to me in those days when Crank Wallace was on bass. Crank on bass, you can't gotta have them bridging to the, the to the drums. You got Simon Question, man. That was oh, Simon, Simon Question, Question. By, all, by far the all time greatest. Rest in peace, Simon he, Question. And then you had a little bit later added, but you know, essential in my opinion to a couple of the albums was Floss Prisma on the keys. What a what a couple of hands that guy had. And Floss Prisma, he was the best keyboardist to me because he did, you know, he 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 would he, you know, he'd be real rigid there, just slamming away on that. He wouldn't even look at the audience. He had those man. huge frames he'd wear, and he kind of looked like, you know, he looked kind of like a scientist. And people yeah. started calling him that. They called him the scientist because he was just a master on those things. You know, he, he had the guys, you know, Jimmy Stees and Crank Wallace, those were just like kind of good old fashioned. Simon was just like a good old boy. You know, they wore their leather. You know, they had their slicked back hair. Floss, you know, he was the only guy that dressed a little bit cleaner, a little bit more, you know. Well, then he'd get a little bit fruity. You know, he'd wear like frilly, uh, like a, uh, like sleeves, you know, kind of Yeah, but like he's a- allowed to. If somebody came into my neighborhood looking like that, I'd beat his ass. But he's famous. Well, he he wore those big bell did. bottoms. I said the big frames. The scientist was the. I mean, he's the keys man. You know, yeah. he's got to like, got to have his own fresh style. You know what I mean? And he brought it. He was fresh. He oh, clean. he brought it. He brought it. He brought it. Yeah. No, I, I I love those guys. And even you know, even when we're talking about more out al- the songs on that album, you know, I feel like uh, uh, Simon questions really his best drumming that he ever did was on sunburnt angel where he goes for two minutes oh yeah the opener of that song is just two minutes a simon question just he's just going you well, don't we know saw where him in 79 going. and he went on to that he did that intro for 19 minutes straight and we couldn't we just everyone was going crazy everyone just keep going, keep going people were ripping their heads out you talk about that uh uh that concert we went to in 76 when we saw him you guys remember my my girlfriend at the time uh, uh mary beth it was mary beth frummerd you guys remember her we went oh, to school yeah, with yeah. her bud yeah, I, oh, I yeah, remember. She had the sister. She had the sister with the. She was a swimmer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to hook one of you guys up with her or something, but I think she went to like Cornell or something. There was a. Anyway, so we went to there. I we took her in '76, right? Jimmy Stees points at her in the audience. Never saw her again. Never again. She never came back to town, moved out of her parents. She was just gone. Never even actually technically broke up with me, you know. So hope you're doing well, Mary Beth, if you're okay. Yeah, we, I mean, if Jimmy Steves pointed at me like that, I would probably disappear too. <laughs> I just, hey, I, I no blame here. Hey, if Jimmy Steves takes your girl, it's an honor to me, man. No, No offense. No offense. You know, but don't tell my wife about that story. I still don't think she knows about her. She hated her. They were in home ec together, so I don't want to get into it. You know, you, well, but talk- like you're saying, like Jimmy Steves, he had so much personality. You can't <laughs> can't blame him, right? Or these musicians these days, they don't have the personality of a guy like Jimmy. Well, Steves I mean, the, even the, the guitars back then sounded dirtier because the guys wouldn't even wash their hands on purpose. Oh, their fingernails. They get dirt cake on dirt grease everything was you know sl- like greasier you know the timber sweatier. yeah i mean on top of that too though these songs like this is back when they used to really mean something you know like these artists these days they're not making a song that has as much like meaning as like shoo ba do ba do da do do yeah yeah like that song no, wait. man that i thought you're talking about that i thought you were talking about wait is that the same song as sha na 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 yeah well, I think that's on the the same album. It's from the land of fast cars and no DUIs. Oh, okay. I thought that way. Oh, yeah, because Sha Na 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 Yeah is from Car Crash City. And that one was like in 81, I think. Ooh, I don't know if we want to talk too much about 81 because uh, a lot of fans would rather forget uh, that year when he put out his solo album, Dice. And he used a uh, bunch yeah. of synthesizers on there and drum machines and... I don't know if that thing sold 200 copies total, you know, but then immediately right after that, he got the band back together. They did a big return to form album. They must have sold 2 million copies, you know. Oh, that's right. Uh, Yeah. And right after that, that's when Simon Question died, right? That's when he got uh, shot on that hunting trip. He was hunting big game in Africa or something. 
Yeah. Or I the think... elephant. Uh, no, the elephant got him, right? He was shooting at the elephant. The There's elephant. a lot of rumors about what actually occurred. Uh, some people said he just got a bad flu and died of that. I mean, I you know, Dice and the boys, they're probably smoking some grass while they were hunting that elephant. Who's, who's to tell what happened out there? I heard that, uh, you know, I was watching, you know, that documentary they did. It's on, uh, I, I, I didn't know they had it. It was on HBO Max till my uh, nephew showed it to me. You guys know the one. He works uh, 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 over that car dealership on 31st. Oh, Roll the Dice. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, in that they say that the elephant grabbed Simon Question by the, f- by the feet with his trunk. And it kind of did like a Looney Tune style, like slam on the left, slam on the right, slam on the left, slam on the right, slam on the left, slam on the right. Basically, it slammed him as long as he could while everybody else with their AR-15s like loaded up the elephant. And uh, by the time, you know, the elephant died, Simon Question was long gone, you know. It was like a big tube of tomato paste is what they said inside of his clothes. You know, they had a closed casket funeral. And Jimmy Steez tried to open the casket, and uh, you know they had to they had to wrestle him down. After that, though, that's when they got together and they made leather cigarette with that new drummer, uh, Mick Longtooth. Oh yeah, I mean Simon was the best, but Mick, I mean, he brought something a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, he brought a little intensity, he brought a little bit more uh, refinement, I think. And you can kind of see that on some of their older songs. Honestly, a lot of people don't like a lot of their older stuff, but I really liked, uh, you know, he started doing a thing there where he would just name all his songs after different women's first names. In the documentary, it said that he did this in order to, uh, uh, you know, seduce more women like if there was a woman named rebecca that he knew he would write a song named rebecca yeah well i heard what he would do is if it was like 1978 he would look up the most popular baby names from 1960 and whatever girls were turning 18 at the time and maybe seven you know this was the 70s after all maybe 17 16 he's just gonna choose the top 10 names that was okay back then if you were a college senior you could date a high school freshman I think that was the rule. If you didn't go to college, though, you weren't allowed to date him. It was a it was a complicated. Oh, rule well, set. Jimmy Steez, his first. I mean, his girlfriend for a long time, uh, Patricia. Oh, Patricia was escaping me. Patricia Cream. She um, she was about fourteen years old. Oh and, yeah, uh, nobody. She went. No- she went all over with him on tour, you know, around the world. And yeah, it, nobody you know, even said anything. Nobody objected to it. No, you know the parents were into it. They're like, she oh. didn't look fourteen. They would say, and it's like, well, you know, it's it was a different time, you know. Yeah, it was a different. It was you know, it was a more fair time, you know, or you know, or you know. Well, it was a simpler time, really. I mean, there used to not even be a such thing as a di DUI back then. Oh we yeah, were, we I were mean, fifteen driving home. drunk. You didn't even have to have a driver's license to drive. You know, we'd be fourteen, fifteen driving a little drunk, and no one said anything. You know. Yeah, the cops would just. That's because you know, people pull you trust over. each other more. Yeah, the, you, I think the cop was a uh, split a beer with you. If he said you're driving a little crooked, it's like a taillight being out. He'll just pull you over, say, "Hey, straighten up the driving, son." And here's yeah, a you go, here's go a Budweiser. Right home, you know. Yeah. The worst thing they would do is they'd pull you over on your way to the quarry, and you'd be rip roaring drunk off of you know some Schlitz or something, and they'd take your Schlitz from you and they'd tell you to go home. That was the worst thing that could happen. Well, what they were mostly looking for is kind of sometimes, uh, you know, it's like the jazz guys would get kind of messed up on uh, grass yeah. and some of them would be uh, you know, messing with junk and all that. And I never got near the stuff and all of that, but you know, it was it was a better, better time. Yeah, that's why they called it a dime bag, because you'd get it at the five and dime, you know, you can get it there and it'd be a little bag and it'd be full of, you know, sharp. And, yeah. You know, w- people don't talk about, you know, weed's not sharp anymore. It used to be, you know, all the branches and the leaves would be hard and dry and it, you have to it'd prick you if you weren't careful, you know, the spiders might get you or whatever. But yeah, it looked know, basically, that- basically the weed we are smoking looked like that crown of thorns on jesus's head you know exactly if you put that weed on your head it might cut up your head a little bit i know uh you know uh you know mary beth before jimmy steez took her she would use it to 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 get the hair off her mustache you know she'd wipe it on her little mustache thing abrasion it off you know you were talking about how we would pick up a bag of grass at the five and dime but it's like you had to know the lingo because you know it wasn't legal 
you know? So you had to right. know the what to say to the guy. You'd have to walk up and be like, hey, give me a dime bag. And he yeah, would know hello, that that's sir. grass. Well, I'd walk in and I'd say, we're looking to get some grass. And yeah, that's what, what I would say, about. too. Yeah. Would All say the old folks gra- back then, they're like, is he doing a lawn? Is he making a yeah. lawn? You know? Yeah, they well, one well, grass, Well, they called it reefer because of the movie, the old movie, Reefer Madness. Oh, you know, and they were scared we were of it. Yeah, they were scared. They didn't want us doing it. Well, it was dangerous. Well, it was. It was, and it's dangerous it was now. More dangerous than, well, it was more dangerous back then because it was better, but. Well, it was. We were, it, I mean, we were safer, young kids. Though. We were. You know, I mean, just we're just hell. crazy kids having fun. Kids these days, they're not even worried about fun. They're worried about Grand Theft Auto and you know, you know, shooting up their schools and whatnot. We didn't have any of that problem because you know we we because we prayed to the flag and we we did all the stuff we were supposed to do and we watched all the educational videos in school. And they just don't do that nowadays or something. I don't well, know also, if I, you know, I mean, we, we messed around. We were kind of rascals and stuff. But, you know, if my, de- my oh, old we man were dumb me, sons he would, of bitches. He we would whip my ass. He would take his belt off. And, you know, we don't see that now. You can't do that now. Oh, they'd throw because... me in the quarry. They'd throw me down a hill. We had a big hill outside our house. I was right outside this window. And if I messed up or didn't make my bed, my dad would whip me right out that window. I'd go tumbling down that hill. And I tell you what, by the time I walked back up that hill and got back to the front door, I was ready to make my bed. Yep. You know, I can't help. I'm looking at the steak sandwich track list here again, and I can't help but get a little choked up anytime I listen to Devil Woman. Because I know you guys know this story. I don't like to talk about this story too much, but once I've had a few Budweiser's, you know, I was just on YouTube a couple nights ago, you know, drunk as a skunk. I must have left a five paragraph comment (laughs) on the song Devil Woman just thinking about the time. You know, that's the last song I ever heard with my dad when he was alive. We listened to that song one night. The next morning he went to work at the American flag factory. He got caught on the on the conveyor belt. Got ground up in the machine, set it on yeah, fire. They threshed them. Yeah, yeah they threshed, threshed them. them. It started a fire, and all the American flags were coming out of the machine on fire. It was a big scandal and a whole mess. You know? Oh, they were covered in guts, covered in fire. Yeah, and, you know. every time I listen to Devil Woman, I can't help but just you know think about. And it yeah, my dad. you know what? And even times were different back then because I remember you know uh, you know people, uh, journalists and stuff started coming up to the factory asking why it was on fire and you know saying all this about metaphors. And you know we'd say there, you know the you know the the sheriff put his foot down. He it was, it was O'Malley was sheriff at the time, and he was like, you know, there's no metaphor here. A uh, 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 wa- uh, low wage worker getting ground up into an American mat flag machine, which produces American flags that are now on fire. There's no metaphor here, and he would beat the shit out of those hippie journalists that all tried to say anything. He would knock them up, slap them upside down, and send them backpack into the big city. You know, those journalists. They're the ones that's why we don't make nothing here no more. I'm sick of hearing about metaphors. We didn't have any metaphors back then other than, you know, the ace of spades. And that was a good metaphor. Yeah, it was a metaphor for a card, you know? Having a good hand. Yeah, it was a metaphor for it was a metaphor for a physical thing that exists. You know, we liked simple things back then, you know? Yeah, like you know that Dice Roman uh, song Motor City Woman, that's a metaphor for a woman from Detroit. Yeah. You know, well, you talk about his songs about ladies. I mean, he had the one that stars and stripes ladies. And uh, I heard that song for the first time. It was in Kansas City uh, at the, the Hickory Dickory Ballroom. And I saw this girl, this beautiful brunette, dancing, dancing around. Those beautiful brown eyes I had seen. And I, I knew I had to talk to her. And, you know, that's my Cheryl. Oh, that's how you met Cheryl? Oh, yeah. I told I you about that. I didn't know it was the Hickory Dickory Ballroom. Oh, that's that not there no more. Well, it's there, but it's called something else. No, it's called like, I mean, it's called like Legs or something, like a, uh, some dance club or something. Um, you would think it would be like a like a, uh, like a a titty bar or something with that name, but it's like for, you know, like kids and this electronic stuff. And I don't know, like my, my, my nephews go there and I think I saw something on uh, barn or, or Facebook, not barnyard, but yep, that's uh, that's where I met her. Oh, uh, see, they don't have romantic stories. Like, they don't got stuff like that no more. No, they meet all the girls on 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 on, on Tinder and they, you know, the internet, and they exchange their genital pictures, and then 
You know, it's very, you know, it's, it's, it's bizarre to me as an old man. I know nobody wants to hear what an old man has to say, but that, you know, it's not very romantic to me. You know, I, you, when, you know, back then, if you liked a girl, you used to just wait outside her house. Yeah. You know, and if you wanted to make it with her, you, you know, you just took off her bra, you know, it's, like, yeah, that was your move. You know, you just started doing it. You know, you started taking it off. Took you a know? skill, took a certain amount of skill. And these, you I know, mean, bras were harder back then, too. They were really complicated. You had to be like a locksmith. You know, they were yeah. bigger. You might they put an eye out there. They, they were pointier. You know, they're more dangerous. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it was nuts. It was nuts. You know, but they, you know, the girls then, they wore those Daisy Dukes, too, which, you know, I really appreciated. You know, they really, that's about as, you know, low as you want to get. You know, get those girls in the quarry in, the, in their Daisy Dukes, you know. Oh, yeah, those Daisy Dukes always make me think of Dice Roman's song, Sin City Seductress. They don't make them like that anymore, you know. Or even uh, his I song, mean, uh, Cleveland Girl Who Rocks. That one, too. Daisy Dukes abound. Yeah, it's a lot of people don't re think of this as a romantic song, but I do. I love the song Dice Rollman does called Wash My Back, where he's yelling at that girl to, to wash it for him, you know. You know, songs were simpler back then. Car Farm, that's just a song about what if there was a farm that grew cars. I mean, I think that'd be know? pretty neat, to be honest. I think that'd be super cool, too, you know. And then he did that that song, the crazy thing (parentheses) about those Hollywood girls is that they have stars in their eyes. You know, those stars were a metaphor for their their breasts, actually. You know, like Wait, oh, I, mean, I didn't eyes? know. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't no, know like, this. I didn't know this till uh, uh, recently. Um, you know, my brother was showing me one of these other documentaries. I think they did many years ago on YouTube about Dice Roman. That was on like VH1 or something, but they got it on the YouTube. And they were talking about how Peach Pie was a bit of a reference, kind of like a like a clever joke about... Uh, um, about food? Know, a, about a vagina. Oh, because huh? it's like a pie, huh? Wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, like he talks about eating that peach pie all night long. And that was a little bit later for Dice, but Wait. you know, I was like, "Well, that makes a lot of sense." No. I thought he was just talking about eating some. I just thought. I just thought. At, at a, at, I thought at it was an Americana song, like Peach I just Pie. Thought it was yeah. just, it's a it's an American I, staple after the apple pie. I just I just thought it was about eating at Peach Pie. I thought I love that song. I just thought it, I would. I would well, be yeah, great. I when he said he was with eating ice cream. It all night long, I just thought he was at a twenty-four hour Baker Square. Yeah, like know? a diner. I he's he always was talking he's about. He's always on the talk about being on the road, on the run, on the road. Yeah. You know, diners and all that. And I was like, well, I don't let's know. Go. And I kind of had a chuckle to myself. I was like, oh well, I guess, I guess he's talking. You know, I didn't think anybody about, did that back then. You know, huh? I didn't think. I that guess was maybe the stuff like today was maybe the stuff today is kind of. Maybe kind of taking stuff from Dice yeah, even. I, I don't like that. You know, it's I'm just going to pretend it's still about eating. I put that on every time I eat peach pie, you know. <laughs> well, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Once I mean, a I, month. <laughs> you know, if you had like Farrah Fawcett talking about her peach, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to turn that down. I'll say that much. I don't do that. I think that's wrong. Hey, Farrah Fawcett, she's like a faucet that could turn me on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. You said like that earlier. You yeah, said that I know, earlier. I know, but I, I like to, no, I like I to joke around. I don't think he did. I don't think he did I like say to, that earlier. I like to joke. So you wanted to you wanted to, to, to turn on some of this dice and show with people what he's uh, all about? Yeah, we've been oh, talking yeah. about this album so long. I got to hear a track. I mean, this is one of the singles that we haven't really talked about yet, but what if we put on Cool Life? Oh yeah, put on cool life. I gotta hear that. Oh man, I haven't heard this song in about forty years. Even though I own this album. I was uh riding down the open road, wind whipping through my hair. Ain't nothing to keep me company but the headlights and the sound of the rock and roll radio and uh I guess this one just came to me. It's got eight pistons, but I want more. Two thousand pounds of American steel, but I'm just worried about my next meal. I'm just a cool. 
living my cool life You got a problem with that man, I tell ya You sound just like my wife Records, jean jacket, rolling the dice Booze, six women, that's my vice Open road mustache, that's paradise Just a cool ass man, don't need no advice Unlucky in love, so I tried my hand at cards Hope I don't fall in love with the queen of hearts Why'd they make living straight so damn hard? Guess I'm back on the road in my cherry red car Just like my wife This girl's a devil But she's heaven sent When it comes to sex She's the main event At the age of four I ran away from home With my foot on the gas And my hand on the chrome Married when we were only 13 in a dead end town with no rock and roll scene. Wanted to start a band, so I took what's mine. And baby, I'm sorry for cheating all the damn time. I'm just a cool guy, and I'm living my cool life. You got a problem with that man, I tell ya. You sound just like my wife. Records, jean jacket, rolling the dice Booth six women, that's my vice Open road mustache, that's paradise Just a cool ass man, don't need no advice And you know what, that song always makes me want to get out there on the open road too You know, like, I know kind of, you know, we got the, we got wives, we got kids But don't you ever just think in the back of your head, I want to get, hop in that I hadn't heard that song in 40 years, man I just got really really emotional here that they think about being a kid just smoking grass at the quarry you know i'm like a you know sun kiss girls with us you know what i mean i'm like a 63 60 you know you know year old man and you know i got a bad back uh, you know i you know i don't uh can't move around as well as whatever and i got this great family that loves me but but sometimes i think you know what if i was just alone and i didn't have my wife or my kids or my grandkids to hold me back yeah, we could and do I could anything go from we want. motel to motel and a big old roadster motorcycle you know fucking my way through down route 66 from one hag hole to another you know drinking beer smoking reefer eating that peach yeah. pie eating yeah peach man. pie you know, eating pizza eating after, hot dogs uh, and hamburgers 40 years with the old lady it's like i kind of want to you know hang out with lady luck for a night you know what i mean you know we all got married when we were like 19 years old so you know it would be fun to you know be a bastard again you know and you know, I kind of, you know, the song kind of symbolize, like, uh, it symbolizes a lot of, you know, hardcore regrets in my life about fun I wish I had, you know, even though we did have fun, huh? We had fun. Yeah, huh? If it wasn't for this stupid family, man, I'd be out there on the road all the time, just like family. Dice, man. Just, oh, yeah. Just, Dice is just like us, you know, you and we, us, us guys, like, we can't be contained, right? We're still wild. It's just like we got to, you know, we got responsibilities at home, but I'm still. I still, you know, I like to play cards and, and have a cigar now and then, you know? We didn't really change. Yeah, I like to get dealt four aces as much as the next guy, you know? I like to get dealt four kings, too. I like a lot of cards I get dealt, as long as they're face cards in a certain order, you know? Well, we went to uh, we went to Vegas, uh, Las Vegas last year. You know, Cheryl's sister and her husband and then um, their friends, you know, Regina and Daryl. And we were we all we all went out there uh, for about a week or so, and um, I, I I had never gambled in my life. And then I and then I was there, and I was seeing I kind of see where Dice Roman was coming from, talking about all this cool stuff, and I I kind of had a lot of I kind of got really emotional 
Um, and I started crying in the casino and Cheryl was, she was like, what's wrong? And I said, I just wish I gambled more when I was a kid, you know, a young guy. <laughs> and she was, she was saying, well, you could gamble now. Like you, you have a, you know, we have money and we're just here to have fun and stuff. And I was just weeping and weeping and they were giving me all these free drinks. And I, it was a, gr- it was a great time. I love it. I bet there. you're a hell of a gambler though. You listen to all those old dice songs that taught you everything you need to know right there in the lyrics, you know, doesn't the song. Well, I lost something? about five grand. But we went there to have fun. That's why we were yeah, there. No, so, so it's, it's a okay. cost you pay for. It yeah, when you're paying, well, when you're losing, that's wild. That's wild. You know, it was all, it was all on Kino. It was all on Kino. But it, a was wild a it was a lot of fun. You know, a lot of Dice's songs weren't about winning; they're about losing. You know, and you you get more character from losing. So if you lose five grand, you know, just forgive your. It's fine. It yeah, you know, Dice Rollman, he was always down on his luck. In those songs, yeah, but well, he also know, always you know Gordon, got every girl too, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, Gordon Ramsay lives there. He's got a restaurant there that he lives in. I guess I don't like him. He yells on the TV. I always got to turn it down or ask. Ah, him. Cheryl likes him. She says it's kind of. She's like, he's just joking. He's kidding. But I, I guess he lives in Las Vegas in that restaurant of his. Oh, he lives in the restaurant, huh? I guess so. That's crazy. You know, these celebrities, I don't know what they're up to nowadays, but, you know, Dice would never live in a restaurant. He'd live in a casino, though, if it was in a restaurant, but he wouldn't live in the restaurant part of it. I don't really think Dice Rollman would live anywhere, right? He's always on the road. Yeah, I think he'd live in his car, I guess. Well, yeah, he is paying alimony to, like, seven different women, and he's basically only still touring to to service some of the debt he owes because he's failed some of his uh, obligations as a family man, but... Well, he divorced every, you know, one of his wives the day they turned 18. So that says something about him, I guess. Just a cool guy, you know, just cool. Brown weed, drinking brown beer, wearing a brown jacket. It was a golden age of brown, man. You know, he used to wear a black leather jacket underneath his brown leather jacket. And I swear you could see just sticking out the bottom. He had a denim jacket under both of those. I mean, he 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 was well, you know, he was well accessorized with denim and brown and black and leather and all that stuff. He was a he was a cool guy, man. Yeah, remember he that? All, we you saw know, that him. goatee is so tight. Yeah, you know, that greasy hair and those sunglasses, man. They don't make him like. I him think no it was more, uh, on, in '78. We saw him on that tour for the album Brown Denim, where the whole band was wearing brown denim head to toe. Uh, he was touring with the Eagles. Brown then. guitars. He was with the Brown drums, yeah, they're opening for the Eagles. Yeah, actually, they yeah. open. No, he opened. They opened for him. Oh, you got it yeah. backwards. They're opening for yeah. Dice, man. Uh, they were arguing every night, trying to figure out who's going to open and who's not. And well, they're all wearing the same stuff, and they all kind of look the same. They're all trying to. They're all getting confused about who's and what's band. Like the Dice would come out to play, and a few of the Eagles would walk out to play too. And they're like, "Well, I thought we we're playing." They're like, "No, you guys are in the Eagles." And like, Don, oh, that's you know, right. And Don sitting on the toilet doesn't even know what's going on. You know, while they start going in there, nobody knows there's nine people on stage. If I recall right, I think Dice and them uh, played first, but they were the headliners. You know what I mean? Like, even though they played first, those guys really brought Well, I guess they get a lot of confusion, mix and match, and you know what? None of us care because we were just happy. Yeah, we were like, hey, Dice, all the the, the Eagles, man. Like, we just, that was was some crazy times. Oh, man, yeah. I was so skinny, man. What happened? You know, music back then used to be louder, too. Yeah, it used to be more romantic. It used to be louder. It used to be better. It used to be more simple. It used I mean, to be more used to I know that I can't hear so good anymore, more, but I can tell the stuff's quiet. It used to be more tinny It was now. more sexual, and it was more wholesome. It was just better, you know? I don't know how to describe it. These kids today, they talk about eating butts on the radio. They talk about bikinis, and they talk about thongs. And, you know, yeast infections and these lady rappers now, they're talking about, you know, stuff about their clits like men used to talk about their penises, which, you know, I understand women's rights and that they should have the right to do that. But at the same time, you know, I don't want my grandkids here. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I don't want to hear about that, you know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I posted about that, uh, you know, on Barnyard and I got like 17 honks, which I didn't know how to interpret. I think that's good. I usually try to use the honk as like. I, I thought know. the moos were good. Well, it depends too on if people if the people mooing like cows, then they're good. But if they well, don't, I've been I know squeaks are bad. I, I've been I've been squeaking, and Cheryl said you can't be squeaking. People don't like when you squeak at them. And I said, well, I thought that was cute. I thought oinks were bad. 
It I, depends, I guess. I got one oink from uh, uh, a guy down the street, uh, Ronald Germain. You guys know him. He's the guy that doesn't start mowing his grass until June. Uh, oh, yeah. Piece of shit. That's Ron. Piece of yep. shit. Piece of shit. I tell you what. Says anything at the P- he was on the P- he was yeah, in the neighborhood association he, uh, saying he wants to have a chicken coop in his yard. I said, yeah, and he right, mows it into the yeah, he'll, right, be mowing yeah, it, he'll be mowing that lawn until no, till November. Makes no sense. After that chicken yeah. coop meeting, I started fucking squawking on him on barnyard. Yeah, I was like, you ain't gonna. He just wanted to get the chickens because of barnyard. Well, I just I just typed it. I just typed on the comment there. I, I'm I just told him that I'll kill him. <laughs> you should, as as you should. Hey, you guys see? Hey, what do you guys think about the new guy that they added to the? You know, Dice Roman still touring, and Mick Longtooth, both of his legs, I guess, fell asleep permanently, so he can't drum anymore. You guys seen Sweat O'Reilly in concert yet? I haven't gone to a, to a concert in about two years, but last time I saw Sweat O'Reilly on the drums, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. It is really well, jarring sweat, to see sweat such a young used man to play with. He used to play in Bug uh, Bugs Cranston's band. Oh, uh, he was he like one of the newer guy, original guys, or what? Bugs Cranston and the Worshippers is what they were called. They toured with Dice a couple times, but that was a little bit later on, and I never got to catch uh, them. But I, I did like a couple, couple tunes I heard from them many years the stadium, ago. Stadium when he started doing the stadiums all the time, I never showed up for the openers because it'd take too damn long. You know, I'd have to go to the bathroom and the, the you know the lines. <laughs> For the bathroom, <laughs> I tell you what, there's more people at the bathroom than there are people in their seats at a, at a Dice Rollman show now. You know, everybody's got these swollen prostates. I don't know everybody, but I do, and a lot of the guys look like me, so I assume they do too, you know. Because my prostate, it, it's like a bottle of Gatorade inside of me at all times, you know. Size-wise, not like hydration or whatnot. You know, I guess, yeah, last, last time I saw him was about a year or two ago, and I got to say, you know... It's not the peak uh, lineup anymore, not that classic lineup, but I got to say that these guys put on a better show than any of these young artists out of, out there, you know? Well, I haven't they seen still, any of the young guys. guys so. Dice can still move, man. Well, I haven't I mean, seen any of the young guys move. either. I just know they're not as good. Well, the one thing I know about Dice now is that they they added some some pageantry to the show. You know, he never takes off his sunglasses, and he's got a hook that goes into his leather jacket that kind of keeps him relaxed so he can kind of go limp every once in a while and kind of sway around and they'll give him a little shock when they need him to like play again and whatnot there but you know he's what he's older than us he's he's getting he's around 73 now he's still touring you know and i I want to say he looks good but he doesn't i heard dice is on that uh that weed that doesn't get you high it's like a non-alcoholic weed you know basically oh yeah you know, he just—he's, you know, he's getting up there in years. What does that do then? The non-alcoholic. I weed? think you just—you're just basically just burning a bunch of shit in a bowl next to your face. And you just inhale it, or yeah. Is it brown or what color is it? I mean, I think it's still brown, but I don't know. I mean, I don't touch uh, the stuff, you know. But I don't trust any of those guys that go to like the green, you know, Willie Nelson or whatnot. I don't know. You know, those guys—that stuff made them crazy. You're hanging out with the Snoop Dogg guy that's 10 feet tall. I don't know about him, you know. You know, he's, I don't know. I, well, just I don't heard know. he's a hologram now. Is uh, a hologram like in a, like, like he in just a, sits at home and they just put him on the hologram. Like he's a computer. Stage. Oh, I see. I don't know. I thought he was falling asleep or whatever last time I saw him, but I guess, I guess he's not or nothing. Speaking of, speaking of that, I got, I got the, you guys like these new recliners I got down here. These are authentic lazy boys. Oh, oh yeah. they don't make them like this anymore. No, no, no. And you know, you know, she, my wife was talking about, you know, oh, okay, well, let's make the basement nice. Let's get it a couch. Let's get a TV. And I'm like, no couch. No, if it's for guy stuff, you know, I'm an old school guy. I don't want to sit next to another guy on a couch, you know. Like, uh, you know, just put me in a recliner, put them in a recliner. I just said, get three recliner. I only have two friends. Three recliners is enough, you know. And I just kick these things back here. And this is, I, you know, this is where I just watch the Cardinals play the triple header all day, all day, you know, in a row. Oh, we got to. You know, speaking of, maybe we should put on. that on. Yeah, the first game is just getting started. 
Yeah, they're playing till nine today, playing three games in a row. You know, they did this yesterday. Well, they did a doubleheader yesterday and a doubleheader the day before, too. So, you know, I don't know how many guys they got. They must be tired doing it. Good for us, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out one of these lazy I'm gonna boys my, here. I'm gonna put my feet up here. I got to yeah. get one of these. Hey, hey, hand me that empty. I got to spit in it. There you go. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, it looks like the Cardinals got that uh, that young pitcher today, Rhino LaFontaine. Uh, I think he played yesterday, too. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm having trouble keeping track of these guys. Well, they had Vasquez yesterday for the first mm. one. I thought he was injured or he was out. Didn't they call no, up? It was, no, that's his brother. Didn't they call up Johnstone, though? Or they got him on the DL? Yeah, they, they got him on DL, I think. Who's batting fourth? I think it's like manager's a fucking Jimmy. idiot. Just, mm. the, I don't know why they're stacking the hitters. Have somebody in the sixth and the eighth while you got the best guy in the in the fucking fifth spot. I don't know what to say about this. Yeah, I want to say he should be fired. I go on the message board and say he should be fired all the fucking time, but I don't know what the point of it fucking is. Let's see all this, or if they're getting back soon. <laughs> 